Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samo from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to launch a successful podcast. You know, of all the things I do on my online business, I think I enjoy podcasting the most. Why? Because podcasting rocks. It allows you to connect with your audience on a totally different level. More specifically, it allows me to connect with you on a deeper level. However, when many people think about launching a podcast, they think about all of the technical challenges. Well, in today's episode, I am going to just make it simple. From creating the podcast to marketing the podcast and beyond, we're going to get into all the juicy details in a way that's easy to understand. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes, indeed, my friend, we are going to talk about how to launch a successful podcast because of how much I love podcasting. I've been podcasting for the last three and a half years, and it it's just been a lot of fun. You know, a lot of people overcomplicate this whole podcasting thing, and it doesn't have to be as complicated. Now, quite frankly, I'm one of the people that do complicate it, um, <laughs> but that's just because, you know, I'm really into this stuff. So, I, you know, I have my full studio here with my mixer and my microphones, and I have a selection of microphones that I can choose from and all kinds of crazy stuff but it doesn't you don't have to, you don't have to be as crazy as I am um, to, to launch a, a, a high quality and a successful podcast so that's what I'm going to talk about today but I have a few things before that first I want to let you know of course that this podcast is brought to you by HostGator if you want to get your blog started you want to put content out there so that you can inspire others and even change the world while building your online business, you're going to need hosting. And the company that I started hosting with in the very beginning, this is over a decade ago, is HostGator. And I have a special deal worked out for Become a Blogger listeners and uh, people in the Become a Blogger community. So this is how it works. You go to becomeablogger.com slash HostGator. Um, that is my affiliate link. So I do get a commission for doing this. But you know, I love these guys. These guys are awesome. You go there, you sign up. Um, but in the process, you're going to see one price. And when you see the price, you, you're going to think to yourself, you know, I don't want that price. I don't like that price. I believe I can get a better price. And you're going to put the coupon code um, become a blogger in there with just one word, as if it's one word, all lowercase. I don't think the case matters. But you type in become a blogger and submit. And you tell the computer, you just tell the internet, I don't want that price. And you're going to see magically. The price is going to change and it's going to be reduced by 25%. That's awesome stuff right there. So if you use that coupon code, become a blogger uh, to get started at HostGator, who I highly recommend you will get that discount. 
All right, so I have two announcements to make before we get into this content today. Announcement number one is that I will be speaking at the Social Media Success Summit, and I'm excited about that because it's the conference that the online conference uh, hosted by Social Media Examiner, uh, Mike Stelzner and his team over there. Uh, Mike approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in doing a chat, I mean, a, a, a session, and I said, Yeah, I would be interested in doing a session, of course. Uh, so I will be doing a session. Uh, on the topic of making money with your blog. So if you're interested in attending, there are going to be so many social media experts presenting there, and it's going to be high value. I know the type of quality uh, that they put out there, and this is going to be top-notch. You can go to becomeablogger.com slash SMSS. Um, that's Social Media Success Summit. You can just remember SMS and then put an S at the end. All right, so if you want to be there and hear me speak, it's going to be online, so you can watch it at any time um, on your internet, anywhere, regardless of where you are. It's going to be held in October, so you have some time um, to prepare, to build up the anticipation, because it's going to be awesome stuff that you're going to learn in there. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, not just speaking, but also checking out what the other presenters have in store. So becomeablogger.com slash SMSS. Secondly, I just launched the beta, I just did the beta launch of the Become a Blogger University. And I'm actually recording this be before I do the launch. So it'll be interesting to see how things work out. But I'm opening up the Become a Blogger University. I spoke about it in the last episode. That was episode 170. This is 171. And I'm excited about it because this is going to be the thing that I focus my energy on on to create this um, online learning experience for people that want to take their blogging to the next level. I'm just opening it for 20 people, so hopefully I'm saying this right now and you're listening to this if you're listening to it soon after launch. Um, it's still available, uh, but the reason I'm doing that is because I want this training program to be different. I'm taking all of my 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 what what I've learned from being a, a high school teacher, a university professor, and the stuff that I've been doing on, online, and I'm trying to come up with a curriculum um, that's going to take this whole online education stuff to the next level, specifically for people that are interested in building a business with a blog. If you are interested in this, come back to this the podcast episode for this, um, the, the show notes for this episode. I will have a special link in there. So come to becomeablogger.com slash episode 171 and get on it quick because I believe from the response that I've had so far, it's going to go quick. If you reach there and, you know, it's after we've already gotten the 20 people, um, you can go ahead and sign up to be notified. Uh, I'm doing it with just 20 people because I want to work closely with those 20 individuals um, to, to, to really refine this program and make it the best. That's my goal, to make it the absolute best. Um, so becomeablogger.com slash episode 171. Check out the show notes and you'll have a special link for this Become a Blogger University. All right, let's get into um, this topic. 
on podcasting. By the way, there's a course in the university right now called Podcasting Simplified. So if you're interested in podcasting, this would be a great way to get started. All right. So on Monday, I posted an article uh, on the blog, and the title of the article is 10 Reasons Why You Should Launch a Podcast. And I went into all the reasons um, that I could think of. I actually could think of some more, but I kept it at 10. Um, So I'm not going to go into why you should start a podcast. I'm going to assume in this episode that you're already convinced or you're still just thinking about it, but you understand the reasons, you understand the benefits. If not, you can head back to that post. I'll link to it in the show notes of this episode. Um, So normally I would start out with the why, but since I've already done that, you can go ahead and check that out. Now, what I'm going to cover in this episode is I'm basically going to be answering the following questions. And this is kind of an adaptation of my talk that I gave at Digital Collab uh, a few months ago. In, well, not a few months ago, just last month in San Diego, California. Um, but the questions that I'm going to be answering are, number one, what equipment do I need? Number two, how do I record, edit, and post my podcast? Number three, how do I submit my podcast to directories like iTunes? Number four, how do I plan my episodes effectively? And number five, how do I get maximum exposure for my podcast and brand? So those are the topics that we're going to cover. All right, so let's deal with the first question. What equipment do I need? Now, when it comes to equipment, you can get as complicated as you want. But quite frankly, it doesn't have to be. I want to give you kind of a basic podcasting setup um, that's very simple but extremely effective. And then I'm going to give you something that's a little more advanced. I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit about the more advanced setup. And um, you can get an idea of what it takes to do either. So for the basic podcasting setup, the first thing you're going to need is something that most of you probably already have, um, and that's going to be a computer. Whatever computer, whether it's a Mac or PC, once it's relatively new, and I mean like, you know, within the last three years or so, or even if it's within the last five years, honestly, uh, it should be able to do some basic podcasting. So I don't care what computer you have. um, Once you have a computer that can do basic stuff, um, you should be able to do this. Of course, the more powerful your computer is, um, the faster it will be at processing. And that's always a beautiful thing. Okay, so your computer or your laptop. Number two, um, you're going to need a a high-quality microphone. Now, the one that I recommend, I recommend it for a very specific uh, reason. Number one, it is a USB microphone. Um, What that means is that you can just basically plug it into your computer and then start recording. Um, However, it also has an XLR connection. Now, what that means is, you know, if you have a mixer, um, if you look on a mixer, you usually see that you have these round inputs that has these three little holes, um, kind of at like kind of the shape of a triangle. That's an XLR connection. Um, This microphone has both. So you can plug it into your computer or later on, if you decide, hey, I want to spring for a more advanced setup with a mixer and do all kinds of fancy stuff. You can take this microphone with you. It sounds good. And uh, it does a very good job for podcasting, whether you're using the basic setup or the more advanced setup. So that's number one. It's USB and XLR. The next thing is one that a lot of people overlook. 
And that is the fact that it's a dynamic microphone. Now, when it comes to microphones, just, just a little education here. There are dynamic microphones and there are condenser microphones. And there are other types of microphones like ribbon microphones, but I'm not going to go into all of, uh, all, of the, all of those types of things. Um, but I want to make a distinction here because condenser microphones, those are the microphones that you typically see in recording studios. Now, there are a lot of people that recommend condenser microphones for podcasting. I don't like that recommendation, and I'll tell you why. The reason condenser microphones are so great in a recording studio is because they pick up everything. Um, or they pick up not everything, but a whole lot. So when you're singing into a microphone, when you're picking up an instrument, you want to get all of the fine details. However, in a recording studio, you usually have foam on the walls, and that is to deaden the room so that you're not picking up the room sounds. Now, if you're, if you're just in a, a regular office um, or a regular room, uh, you don't have that stuff on your wall. So if you get a condenser microphone, you're going to be picking up a lot more than I like to pick up. I just want you to I just want the, my microphone for podcasting to pick up my voice and nothing else. Okay? And dynamic microphones are more suited for that. And this microphone is a dynamic microphone. One of the microphones I hear a lot of people recommending would be your Blue Yeti microphone. And that's not a bad microphone. It's a good microphone. But I prefer the, um, the, the mic that I'm going to recommend, which is the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. It has such a long name. Don't worry about it. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. Um, but the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB, um, it, it's listed for $59.99 on Amazon. Um, it's great. It's dynamic. When I speak into my microphone, I'm basically right up on the microphone. Um, and I'm talking into it. I have a, a windscreen on the microphone, which is something that I highly recommend. And you know what? Let me show you the, the, the difference between with a windscreen and without a windscreen. So right now, I am recording with a, a windscreen. So you're not going to hear a lot of the wind from my voice when I do things like Fs and Ss and Ts and so on. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause the recording and then take off my windscreen and continue talking just the way I'm talking right now. So I've taken off my windscreen right now. And now what you should be able to, to hear is a little more wind. Now, if you're just listening to the, this recording on your speakers, you might not hear it. But if you use headphones, um, you'd be able to hear the more of the nuances of my voice. And now you can hear a little more wind depending on how I talk because I'm a very expressive person. And most people, when they speak into microphones, are very expressive if you, I mean relatively speaking, because you're close to the microphone. Um, and you don't want it to pick up all of those extra, like the wind and all that kind of stuff. Um, that does not sound as attractive. So I'm going to go back and put on my windscreen right now. And now my windscreen is back on, so you're not hearing a lot of that wind and, and no, additional noise and so on. So um, you want to get a windscreen. You can get a windscreen for as little as um, $1.99 <laughs> on Amazon. So it's not a very expensive thing. Next thing you're going to need is you don't want to hold a microphone in your hand, so you can get a desktop mic, mic stand. Um, that's a very 
affordable way. There's one on Amazon for $8.06. Once again, I'll link to all of that in the show notes. And that's pretty much all of the equipment that you would need. Okay, so you have your computer, you have your microphone, you have the windscreen to block the, the wind from your voice, you have your mic stand, and you are good to go. Now, let's talk a little bit about the more advanced setup, because the more advanced setup allows you to do much more. Now, for me, for example, when I started a podcast, I was working full time, so I didn't have a lot of time for editing and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to do everything live. You know, all of the audio that I bring in, I bring it in as I'm recording. Everything that I do, I do it as I'm recording so that I don't have to do a bunch of editing. Um, not just that. With these more advanced setups, if you have multiple people in your studio or in your, um, on your podcast and they're in the same room and you have multiple mics, I'm going to be most likely louder than someone else. So you want to be able to control the levels of the microphones individually and so on and so forth. And a mixer allows you to do that. So with the more advanced setups, it's more centered around your mixers. And the mixers that I love are the Mackie VLZ3 series. Now, the Mackie VLZ3 series, um, the price ranges anywhere from $99 to $399, and I think even beyond that, depending on how many channels you want. So for a regular four-channel mixer, it's going to be $99. Um, with a, a more advanced mixer, I, had, I have the VLZ3, but the 14-channel one, why? I don't know. I guess in case I want to have a live band in my podcast, which I never will. <laughs> At least I don't think. Um, uh, I went a little overboard, but I have the 14-channel the mixer. Um, but you wouldn't need anything like that. Okay? Now, I, I told you that I play my sounds back live on the podcast. So, for example, if I wanted to tell you the, the number to my hotline, I could simply just do this. 888-835-2414. And I didn't have to edit that in after the fact. I can do it right here, right, right as I'm recording this. I use the program SoundBite. That's sound. B-Y-T-E, and that's by Black Cat Systems, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, and that, you know, I have a screen in front of me where I could just click on the sounds that I want, and it just plays it. I can set the levels and all that good stuff. Now, I also use a digital recorder. The digital recorder I recommend is the Roland R-05. Um, and um, you can get that on Amazon. Uh, I think the price is around 200 and something dollars. So there are some more affordable ones too. Um, but digital recorders, I prefer doing that because, you know, sometimes you record something on your laptop and, you know, something happens and you don't get to save the file. Maybe the computer crashes or something of that sort. Um, digital recorder makes that less likely, although I've, I have had it, um, a, a SD card go bad on me once while I was recording. Um, so, so that's the more advanced setup. I'm not going to talk about how to set that up and all that stuff because I went much more into detail on that um, in episode 100. So you can check that out, becomeablogger.com slash episode 100. So some of the miscellaneous things, um, if you're recording interviews, uh, the best program for that that I found is Skype. Um, so you can use Skype for recording your interviews. And if you want to record, um, that's for calling the individual and doing the conversation. But for recording it, you can use Ecamm Call Recorder on the Mac or Pamela on the PC. And that allows you to just click on record and it will automatically record your Skype conversations. 
Lastly, if you have an iPad, um, there's a really cool app called Boss Jock Studio. Boss Jock Studio allows you to do so much. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, a full studio, a podcasting studio right on your iPad. You need to connect a microphone to it, but it can play your sound clips. It can do all kinds of stuff and allow you to um, record without having to do any editing, kind of like how I'm doing with my entire studio. You can do that on B- Boss Jock Studio. If you're going that route and you're using the USB microphone, the Audio-Technica mic that I recommend, you're going to need an adapter to plug USB into your iPad. I'll link to all of those things in the show notes for this episode. So that deals with equipment. Now let's talk about recording. How do you record your podcast? Well, you can use a free program called Audacity. Audacity, it's free, it's open source, but don't let that fool you. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's cheap. It's actually a very high-quality program that allows you to do a lot of advanced editing. You don't have to get as advanced, um, but it allows you to easily um, record your podcast. So you basically just plug your mic in. When you open up Audacity, you say, I want to record using this microphone, the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB, and then you press record and start talking. That's it. You just start talking like I'm doing right now. Um, it's very simple. Um, if you're on a Mac and you have GarageBand, you can use GarageBand also. Um, but the concept is similar. You just click record. You make sure you have the right microphone se- um, selected so that it's not just recording from your microphone that's on your laptop or on your computer. And um, you're good to go. Now, once you finish recording, um, you want to bring in your intro and your outro. Some people will have intro music. Some people will have someone that's doing an intro for them. You can take that and basically drag it into Audacity or GarageBand. You can move it around so that it's at the right level um, and you're good to go. You put your intro, you put your outro, you move stuff around. If you made any major mistakes that you want to edit out, um, you can remove those from I mean, it within Audacity or within GarageBand. And some people seem to like to have that flexibility. Personally, I don't edit anything. If I make a mistake, I will just correct myself and you get it raw. And people seem to like that, quite frankly. Um, People seem to like the fact that, you know, this isn't 100% polished. This is just who I am. And if I mess up, you know, that's a part of life and we go on with life um, and everything is okay. All right. So you want to record using Audacity or some other program. Um, You can edit it if you feel the need to do that. You can bring in your intro music. You can bring in your outro music. Um, And um, there's a lot of other, you know, more advanced editing that you can do. You can fade your music out. You can fade your music in depending on how you want to do it. Um, But this is not a video, so I can't show you that. But I will let you know that it is possible. All right, so once you're finished the recording and it is how you want it to be, the next thing you need to do is export it. And the way you're going to be saving your your podcast episode is as an MP3 file. The reason for that is that is going to be the the file format that is recognized by pretty much every device, whether you have a smartphone, an iPod, um, uh, some kind of uh, some something else. It doesn't matter. 
just about every device that is on the market today, or if not every device that's on the market today, uh, has the ability to read MP3 files. If you do it in another format, some will be able to read it, others won't. And you want to maximize your your potential exposure um, by making it available in the format that is the most friendly to all of the different devices. The next thing you want to do is you want to tag your MP3 file with an ID3 editor. Um, what that is, is you, basically, you know, when, when I open up an MP3 file on my, my, my Samsung Galaxy S4, when I open it up, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to see is I'm going to see... Um, I'm going to see all of the information ab- about that particular MP3 file. So I'm, I'll see the title, I'll see the artwork, I'll see the description and all that kind of stuff. And that's because the individual tagged that MP3 file with all of those details. And you can use a program called ID3 Editor by PA Software. Once again, I'll link to that in the um, show notes for this episode. And enter all those details, add your picture and so on your podcast artwork okay now there's a a website that i've started using recently that i absolutely love and it's called aphonic a-u-p-h-o-n-i-c and this is actually in my opinion a better alternative it's free if you're having them process less than two hours of audio in a month um, and that I've, I've been on the free plan um, recently and I'm testing them out and I really love what they're doing. But you basically upload your file in whatever format. So I record mine as WAV files. I upload them and they will do all of the processing for me. I can add my, 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 my tags. I can add my, my podcast artwork. I can add my description, my title, anything that I need to add there. And then I could tell them, that I want them to apply a leveler to it. And what that does is it makes, it kind of equalizes the volume so that things aren't going to be very loud at some points and then very soft at another point. So it processes it so that the volume levels are going to be relatively consistent and it does a really good job at doing that. Um, and and it allows you to tag your files. So Arphonic.com, I've been using them recently for the last three or so episodes and I really love how they do what they do. Very easy and I don't have to do, you can set up a template you know i want all of my podcast episodes to have this um artwork i wanted all of them to have um this as part of the description and so on and so forth works really well then you need to upload your mp3 file to some type of media host a lot of people think you know i'm just going to upload my mp3 file to my my um, hosting account the problem with it is that uh, if you if you start to get a decent number of downloads, that can put a significant load on your server. And by doing that, it slows down your website. And not only that, your host will actually, they might actually start to complain because they don't like streaming media um, from their servers because of the load that it puts on the servers and how it affects all of the other sites, especially if you're on shared hosting. Um, so I recommend Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, um, because they are specifically for audio streaming, audio hosting. Um, I used to use Libsyn, but I moved to SoundCloud. I prefer SoundCloud, but I don't recommend them 
publicly as yet because their podcasting feature is feature is still in beta. Not, uh, not it, it, you know, I think they're much better, but I can't fully recommend it until they're out of beta. There are some, you know, more technical details you have to be aware of with setting it up. And because of those things and because of the fact that it's not publicly available for everyone as yet, I don't fully recommend them. But Libsyn, they do a pretty good job um, and um, you can check them out. Then you're going to be embedding your MP3 file in your WordPress blog, um, and you're gonna you can do that using a a, a plugin called Blueberry Word, PowerPress plugin. Now that's like Blueberry, but without the E's. I don't know why they were that creative in the naming of their plugin. Um, but what that does is when you go into add a post to your blog. At the bottom of the post editor, you're going to see a section that allows you to add the URL to your MP3 file. And once you add your URL there, it will automatically embed your podcast episode into your post. Okay, so you've embedded your podcast episode, your MP3 file into your WordPress blog. The next thing you want to do is add your show notes. And this is just like writing any other blog post. Um, the way I format my show notes is, you know, I have my introduction. I have any announcements. I have an outline of what was covered. If there are any listener questions that I answered on the podcast, I would list those listener questions with a link to that, that individual's blog. Um, and then at the bottom, I give you information about the podcast. Um, I like to end my show notes with a question and then, of course, a link to subscribe in iTunes. So those are the main elements that I put into my show notes. You can choose to add more. You can choose to um, change things up a little bit so that it can be more unique to what you're doing. All right. So we've posted our podcast episode to our blog now. Um, the next thing we want to do is submit to iTunes or any podcast directory. Now, this is how you do it. There are some steps involved, and I want to walk you through that. The first thing you're going to do um, when you're creating a podcast is you want to have a category on your blog specifically for that podcast. So my category is called podcast. Uh, so whenever I add content that's a podcast episode, I select the category podcast. And once I've selected that, it will automatically know that this goes into that category. Then... You want to grab that category feed and create a, a feed burner feed to that. Or I guess you can use feed blitz. I still use feed burner. I know a lot of people are wondering whether feed burner is going to go away. As of right now, there doesn't seem like they're going away. So I'm sticking with feed burner. Um, but you want to submit your feed to feed burner. Um, and the way you're going to do that is you're going to grab the category feed. I know we're getting very technical in this episode, um, but if you have questions, you can ask me in the comments for this episode. So you're going to grab the category feed. So for me, that would be becomeablogger.com slash category slash podcast slash feed. And I'm going to submit that to FeedBurner. The reason I'm doing that is because that allows me to add all of the details that I need for it to show up well in iTunes. Um, so I'm going to go in there and I'm going to add the feed. I'm going to add my podcast artwork. I'm going to add my description. I'm going to add my title and all those types of things. Um, and once I have my feed burner feed, I can submit that to the directory. 
doing feed burner also allows me to track my stats. Um, it also allows so that if I need to make a change, I can make that change easily. It's just a good way to do it. All right. So the way you're going to submit your podcast to iTunes is you're going to go into iTunes. So you open up iTunes on your computer. Um, you're going to log on and you're going to go into the iTunes store. Then you're going to click on podcast to go to the podcast directory. And then there's a link that basically says submit a podcast. You're going to click on that link. And when you click on that link, you can submit the podcast feed. So for me, it would be my feed burner feed, which is feeds.feedburner.com slash learning with Leslie. All right. So to review that, I've created a category for my podcast. I grabbed the category feed and added it to FeedBurner. Then I took that feed from FeedBurner and I submitted it to iTunes by going to the iTunes store in the podcast directory and clicking on submit a podcast. Man, that was technical. Whew, I usually don't get this technical on my podcast. Um, but uh, a lot of people have been asking me about this whole podcasting thing. So I wanted to kind of go through that process. Now, let's talk about planning your episodes. How do you plan your episodes effectively? Well, quite frankly, you want to make sure that you're not running in a bunch of different directions. All right. So, you know, especially if you're someone like me that can just go on talking and talking about this and that, um, you want to make sure to structure your podcast in a way that you're being as effective as possible. And for me, that means three parts. The first thing you want to do is your introduction. And to me, your introduction is extremely important. Why? Because it gets people to either say, you know what, I'm going to continue listen or listening or, you know what, this just isn't for me. And for me, I want to make a strong statement. When I start my podcast episode, you know, I have my introduction. I come, hey, this is Learning with Leslie. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I tell them what the podcast is about. It's the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. And I continue on and on. But, you know, that grabs people's attention. And you want to grab people's attention. You don't have to do it in the same way I do it. Um, but you want to do it in a way that they know exactly what they're going to get and you, they know exactly what your podcast about, is about and they get a feel for whether or not this is something that's for them. So that's your introduction. And then you go into the meat of your podcast, which is where you're going to be teaching them, you're going to be entertaining them, or you're going to be informing them. Whatever it is you do, this is the core of that podcast episode. And lastly, you have your closing. Um, and in your closing, it is important to have a call to action. Um, now, here's the thing. When people listen to your podcast, they're not looking to go to your website. You have to give them a reason to do so. So at the end of your podcast, you want to call them to one particular action. For me, it is for them to sign up for my email list. I want you to sign up for my email list. So I tell you that if you want to start a blog where you can create content, inspire others, and change the world, go to freebloggingvideos.com. That is a URL that I purchased specifically for this reason because it's easy to remember and it lowers the barrier of the, the resistance for that individual. They don't have to think about this long URL. They don't have to think about becomeablogger.com slash free blogging videos or anything like that. They can just go to freebloggingvideos.com and get on my email list. 
Uh, so the call to action is going to be very important. It's something that a lot of people don't think about. What is your ultimate goal? Where do you want people to go? Direct them to that one place and get them to take that one particular action. All right. So the last question is, how do I get maximum exposure for my podcast? And I want to talk about some of the details of that. Number one, you want to take advantage of the initial launch. Now, you know, there's a, there's a, a lot that people are talking about this whole new and noteworthy thing. And I'll let you know that I've never been in new and noteworthy. Um, I have um, coached a number of people that have been in new and noteworthy because of how we approach the launch. And what new and noteworthy is, is um, iTunes features new podcasts that they think are noteworthy based on some of the data that they're getting. Some of the things that they're looking at is number one, um, how people are interacting with that content. So is it getting downloads? Um, number two, are people leaving reviews? Um, and those are two of the major things. It's also good to have, you know, professional artwork. Um, so number one, you want to make sure you you have a great graphic. So one that stands out. One of the things I would recommend is going to the category that you're going to be submitting your podcast to and looking to see what's there and then thinking to yourself, how can I have something that stands out, that captures people's attention? Um, the next thing is once you've launched, you want to promote it like crazy. Um, you want to let your audience know about it. You want to let your friends know about it. Have them go in there and download it um, and ask them to, if they, you know, if you like it, leave a review. Ask your friends, your colleagues, your family, even even you know people that you just encounter and if they're interested in what you're talking about on your podcast you can let them know and ask them hey if you if you appreciate it go ahead and leave a review and that really does go a long way now personally I only ask for reviews from people who consume my content. Now, a lot of people try to game the system, and yes, it does appear to work. Um, you decide what you're comfortable with. I prefer to you know, put great quality content out there and then let people know, hey, if you're appreciating this content, I would appreciate it if you can leave a review. So taking advantage of that initial launch is going to be significant. Um, it's not going to be the thing that's going to make or break you. Um, I didn't take advantage of that initial launch phenomenon. I don't even know if I was featured in New and Noteworthy. But what I focused on was creating awesome content and being consistent with it. Um, in terms of consistency, I recommend for you to do it once a week. Uh, that's a frequency that people get used to. Um, they know exactly what to expect and when to expect it. And if your content is awesome, that is going to give you more exposure. As people listen to it, as they share it, as they engage with it, um, your podcast is going to grow. Now, I want to give you one word of encouragement. When it comes to your podcast, practice makes perfect. If you listen to some of my earlier po podcast episodes, my earlier interviews, and you compare it with what I'm doing today, it's night and day in terms of my energy, my enthusiasm, and also in terms of my purpose and my message. It helps you to refine that message, and the more you do it, the better you become. Um, that's just a fact. That's like with everything in life. Practice makes perfect perfect so i got i hope you got a lot of value from that yes that was a lot of technical details um as i mentioned i do have a, an entire course on this inside of 
the university and you can check out the show notes for this episode becomeablogger.com slash episode 171 um, it was a, but a bit more technical than normal but I hope you were able to follow me I'd love to get your feedback on this one and if you're enjoying this podcast just like I mentioned you know I would appreciate it if you could hop on over to iTunes and leave an honest review it really does help uh, it helps to get more exposure the more reviews I get the more the higher it ranks in iTunes and the more people find the podcast and that helps me on my goal of changing the world one blog at a time. And if you're trying to get your blog started, this is the call to action thing I spoke about, where you can call, create content, inspire others, and change the world. Head on over to my free blogging course at freebloggingvideos.com, where you get to follow me as I show you how I've built my blogs into successful online businesses, how many others have done the same, and above all, how you can do the same. That's freebloggingvideos.com. It's free, it's actionable, and it's awesome. That's pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Sama from becomeablogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless. Eight 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 three five two four one four.